don't have time to master Ayurvedic and Chinese healing mm-hmm. foods, right? So I find someone who is a master at that. I love like natural ice cream with fruit, you know, but like I also don't have time to master that. So <laughs> if you love it, find people who are masters in that and just connect them all and like plug them all into your dream because you can find a way to make them all fit. Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. Do you have someone in your life who thinks completely different than you, but yet is still a dear close friend? Like someone you would have never expected to become such an important presence in your life, but now you just can't imagine your life without them? Oh, yes. I mean, that is, yes is all around. (laughs) All around, yeah, same. I know so many of my friends like are people who on paper, like you'd think, how is this going to work? But in reality, it does. Actually, like the two of us, if you guys Facts. didn't know. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, I'm from Queens. Uh, and Miss Anna Laura over here is an Arkansas farm girl. But yes, ma'am. we somehow ended up as biz besties and have come to realize that that is exactly what makes our community so special and really so powerful. And that is exactly what happened with our guest today. No kidding. So we received Katie's pitch to become a guest on our podcast. And truthfully, we've Mm. told her this, we were hesitant because Mm. her business isn't really anything like we've ever had on our show before. But we are so grateful that we kept an open mind and we went on to have one of the most special conversations that you are about to hear. Yes. And so you might be wondering, like, what what is this business? Like, how is it so different than everything Mm -hmm. else you guys have everyone else that you've had on your show. So really quickly, Katie Hess is a flower alchemist. That's right. I said that correctly. Flower alchemist. She is the author of Flower Evolution and the founder of Lotus Way, one of the world's leading floral apothecaries. With her signature elixirs featured in, oh, that's right, the Oprah. The Oprah Magazine. Yes. Oprah, guys. The Oprah. Anyway, I digress. Featured in O, the New York Times, and the LA Times, her flower-powered community is literally thriving. Katie teaches mindful awareness practices at her flower lounge events around the world, hands out flowers to strangers in urban flower flash mobs. I absolutely love that one. (laughs) And she hosts the Flower Lounge podcasts with listeners in over 75 countries. She's the founder of the Self-Arising Nature Center in Phoenix, Arizona, which is a center for flower essence education, experiences, and practitioner training. She is doing it all. 
Uh, oh my goodness. I absolutely love her and love everything she's about. So if you're ready to hear this special conversation and you're ready to learn how you can truly create a thriving brand community around anything under the sun, in the earth, including flowers, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and dive in. And when you're done listening, we want to encourage you to head into the show notes and click the link to take Katie's flower quiz in our show notes. And then slide into our DMs and let us know what you got because we took it and mm-hmm. we want to compare results, okay? We cannot wait to hear it. So go ahead, take the quiz, slide into our DMs at SheXShines and let us know. All right, without further ado, let's go on ahead and jump on into this flower-powered episode. Welcome back to the She Shines podcast. Today, we are so, so excited to be chatting with Katie Hess. She is multi-passionate powerhouse over here. All right. Hi, Katie. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. So let's dive in because we are new to you, new to your business and your brand. And we're so excited to get to know you more and introduce you to our community. So tell us a little bit about your, a little bit about your background and what made you take the leap into entrepreneurship. I started working with Flower Remedies over 20 years ago, and I was really in search of something to help people reach their full potential. Uh, I came back to the United States after having lived in several different countries uh, for many years, and um, that began the entrepreneurial process of how do I bring a concept that is so well known in Australia, in Europe, in Central and South America, into the United States where it's not very well known at all. Um, so I have no business experience, um, you know, aside from the business that I've built in the last 20 years, I don't have any entrepreneurial genes, uh, in my family. And really this whole process has just been one giant discovery and journey. And I love talking about business. So thank you so much for having me. Yes. We're we're so excited. Like I know Alex and I can both relate so much to, to your whole journey and in your experience, neither one of us really had much entrepreneurship experience prior no. to like our network marketing days. We, Alex is a full-time speech pathologist. I was a full-time speech pathologist and then transitioned into the entrepreneurship space, both of us. So it's, it's just been an interesting ride, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what, you know, is there anything you wish you would have known before you made that leap that you would like to, you know, pass upon to, to other new entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs out there? Absolutely. And I'm just as guilty of it today as I was then, um, but really working on allowing myself to indulge in what truly brings me joy because I think so many of us have this habit of like, okay, well, I I should look for where it's being done or try to find where people want what I have or how has it been done in the past? Um, You know, like for example, when when we found out that our our products would would be better suited to the spa industry than the health food industry. At first it was exciting because it was like, oh, it's not like a male run industry like health food. It's mm-hmm. female run. Like all, almost all the spa directors are, are female. Almost all the practitioners are female. And it's this very like holistic mindset. And yet I still found myself going to like the spa trade shows and being like, God, I don't wear high heels. I don't do my nails. I don't, you know, drink in the bar at night to schmooze. Like I just, I don't wear the right clothes. Like I was just a disaster. I never fit in um, until you know, until I kind of found my like sustainability niche in the spa industry. 
And it wasn't until, until I wrote the book actually that we were trying to figure out how are we gonna launch the book? And I thought, what, what, what would happen if I spent, you know, cause some of these trade shows are like $5,000 and then you have wow. to pay for travel, hotel and get your team there. And I thought, how cool would that be to take that money and instead of allocating it to a trade show where the sales cycle can be up to a year, right? You meet someone and maybe they buy from you 12 months later. Mm-hmm. Ah, I thought, mm-hmm. what if I take that money and invest it into hosting events? And so that's where we came up with the flower lounge and we would buy thousands of fresh flowers and build these beautiful mandalas and have edible flower food and do meditations and give people this very interesting and profound experience of what does it feel like to work with flower remedies in a community setting. And that experience really taught me that when you go after what really brings joy to you and what feels right, you know, when you just feel like, I want, I want it to be night and I want candlelight and I want flowers and I want Palo Santo mm. at the front door and I want cushions and everyone's sitting on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, someone might say, well, like, you know, they might say like, well, where's the money generated in that? And what was your ticket price? And, um, and, and to be quite honest, like we didn't always break even on those events, but it built our business. And even to this day, I think, oh, I have this poetry book that I've been working on and I work on it maybe one day a week. And just the other day, I looked at um, uh, Ruby Carr. Are you guys familiar with Ruby Carr? Mm -hmm. She's a poet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That woman has 4.3 million followers on Instagram. (laughs) And I was like, wow, like what we think is business and what we should do and we make a product and we sell it and like you know, I asked myself, like, why don't I spend more time than that one day a week working on poetry? Poetry actually is an expander for people. Mm-hmm. So anyway, all of that, just to say that if anyone out there is starting a business or working in their business, I am 100% behind you doing what brings you joy and what kind of excites you or gives you this sense of nourishment, because we should be just as nourished in our own businesses as the people that we're serving. Yes. 1000%. I love that story so much too, of how you were doing something that typically like quote unquote, everyone in your industry does like going to these trade shows, right? Schmoozing at the bar at night and dressing up and, and trying to fit yourself into kind of this other space that was supposed to be created for you, but you were not feeling like yourself there. And so dialing everything back and saying, okay, like what's the need that I'm filling for my community, right? Who am I serving? And then transitioning that into something that felt like you, something that played to your strengths and hosting, you know, the flower lounge and, and we know, we know events, you don't always break even. (laughs) And so we, we definitely can understand that, but the the huge benefit is that you're growing such an amazing community who get to know you and then who get to know each other and get to know your product. And, and so just a lot, like you said, allowing yourself to indulge in those things that truly bring you joy, not just what you're quote unquote, right. Supposed to be doing or what everyone, what everyone else is doing. So thank you for sharing that. Well, let's dive in a little bit more into community. 
Um, so if you are new to She Shines listeners out there, we are big fans of the importance of community in really building a sustainable business and brand. Um, and so we have seen firsthand the, the huge impact that growing a community can have not only on, you know, getting your business in front of more people, getting more eyes on your business, but also making money, right? When you have people around you who support you and know, know what you do, right? You, you get more people interested, involved, and, and you start to see more money. So we would love to talk to you about the community around Lotus Way that, that you've built because it's such a unique and, and special community that I know Anna Laura and I've never heard of. When we got your pitch deck, we're like, oh my goodness, have you ever heard of this? Like flowers, like we we need to talk to her. Yeah, we need to talk to her and figure out like what is going on. Um, so we know we touched on this a little bit, but like what is what's the mission behind Lotus Way and, and what really inspired you to to use flowers for healing? Yeah, I think it comes goes all the way back to when I first began to study flower remedies. I met a teacher from Madrid, Spain, and he taught me two things. One, that every flower on the planet has a really specific healing quality for us. So there are over 40,000 flowering species of plants. And, and, and virtually any and every sort of human pain, suffering, challenge, issue that we could dream up, there is a flower to make it easier. So that was the first thing that I was inspired by. And the second thing was, at the time, my flower essence teacher said, if 3% of the world's population were actively working with these remedies, because they're a form of energetic remedy, you know, it's like acupuncture without the needle, it would create enough of a ripple effect that it would change, radically change the outcome of the future on this planet in a positive way. And that really resonated with me because I think so many of us, we, we look around and we see all the problems in the world and we think, oh my God, like how, how can I even put a dent in it? Like, how can I in this one short life, you know, make a difference? Um, but when we think of it in terms of actually, no, it's only a really small percentage of us that if we make a concerted effort, it creates a huge wave that then creates an impact for everyone. Um, so that really stuck with us. And that has been sort of recharged and revitalized throughout the company um, that our goal actually I'm devoting the rest of my life to um, and my team to reaching at least 3% of the world's population to be working with these flower remedies to liberate you know, to liberate our biggest, best um, selves. Mm -hmm. And that's really, that's really like the mission or the underlying foundation and everything uh, that we make and do. Uh, and how we do that is through anchoring in experiences for people, you know, whether it's at an event or a retreat or whether it's like misting something and you smell aromatherapy or you're putting the elixir in your coffee and you feel different and some new insight arises in your mind. Um, these are, it's like planting the seed in all of us, this kind of seed of awakening and helping us all remember that, you know, powerful wisdom keeper that each of us have inside of us and these sort of I think of them as like anchor experiences or touch points you know the more that we can sort of incorporate them in, in our into our daily life the more each of us has that sense of like this is the real me 
you know, versus all the outer influences, the news, mm. the, everyone else's opinion, family, you know, what all the other stuff. The daily noise. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like who's the real me? Like wh- what part of me or what part of you is the one that's always watching, is the one that's making decisions, is the one that's leading your life. Mm-hmm. That is so beautiful. I, I feel like if more people maybe even just took a step back. I feel like you've done such a beautiful job in that, both in like your entrepreneurship journey and then just just in what you just said as well is just really taking that that introspective, reflective step back away from all the noise and really asking yourself and being in tune and aligned with who you are and what your personal mission is. And then doing such an incredible job of getting that message out there as well. Has that been, how how has that been, I guess, is my question in terms of, you know, impacting this 3% of the world. um, I'm not great at math, but I imagine that is a a big chunk (laughs) of the world's population. Um, But we're all for huge goals and and really chasing after those, what we call here at She Shines are, are champagne dreams, you know, and I think that's such a powerful, powerful mission that you have, but getting your message out there sometimes is can be difficult and building community around something like that can, can be difficult. Can you talk Mm -hmm. us through, you know, your community and what that is meant to you? Oh man, there's so many things. Um, (laughs) first thing I'll say, I, I, cause it can feel so many threads in what you're asking. Yes. The first thing I'll say is, um, for me, my business is my spiritual path. So in my little brain, I know that my business and the community and the impact that we have can only be as good as myself. So because it comes from me, it's born from my body, it it stems from me, I'm leading it. So um, one of my main um, devotions is to my own awakening and my own personal growth. So like, I can't you know, toss things in the closet or like shove them under the rug. I have to address things as they arise within myself, emotional things, mental things, physical things, challenges. Um, But then I can also weave them into the business. Like last week I had this urge to like tell my community, like I'm really struggling with comfort eating lately. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm like, dark chocolate every night, you know, during the day it's fine, I'm working. And then there's like this hour, you know, like 11 PM or something. I'm like dark chocolate, salt and vinegar, potato chips, yes. yogurt with, bring it, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, what is happening? So I like put it out to my community and I'm like, it's either emotional because I want comfort or it's physical. Maybe I need minerals, iron, etc. And I just shared that with my community because I, I felt like it. I got so many cool responses on social and through email and really intelligent, beautiful, exquisite um, solutions too, which made me think, okay, I'm going to start doing this at least every month Mm -hmm. where, you know, I open it up to the community. Okay. Who's got something like what, what's on your heart and share it. And then we'll pick one and then throw that out to the community anonymous if you want. And then everyone can sort of weigh in because you know, maybe you have a mom with dementia, or maybe your dog is dying, or maybe you have a health challenge, or maybe you don't have enough money for XYZ. 
And there's a way that all of us in the community can contribute and help. And maybe we've been there before. Maybe we have like the perfect thing to connect you to. Um, <clears throat> so that's one of the ways that I'm looking at uh, community building right now. It's like mm -hmm. this very inner to outer approach. Mm -hmm. And also just to say like, you know, as women, we're very cyclic. So like, I have to continually remind myself that it's okay for me to have inner periods, mm -hmm. whether that's hibernation or incubation. Like I did a weekly podcast for three years straight. And then last December, I was like, I need a break. I got to stop for a while. I have to like redesign it, redo it, rebrand it. I have no idea what that's going to look like. And I thought I was going to stop for two weeks. Well, we're still, you know, how many months are we in? <laughs> <laughs> I back to it. I'm still on break, but it's like, in terms of community, I think we have to look at when are our energies in hibernation and incubation and building mm. and creation, and we're pregnant with specific, certain ideas, or that our own personal growth processes force us to be in something, to be in a place where, like, maybe you can't host an event that month. Mm -hmm. Maybe you just broke up with the love of your life and you can't do an event, right? Or, you know, your dog just died or something. You have to be more inner to let the alchemy of life transform you so that then when you're ready to be more outer in terms of community, that you can take that wisdom and learning and transformation and then share it with the greater community. Does that make sense? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, you, Thank you, you so beautifully, <laughs> so beautifully. I mean, I think we, we have shared this message with our community members, but not so eloquently. No. And like, so like you just had such a, a, such a pretty way of saying it. So I'm hoping that this really, um, touches our community members today, because, you know, sometimes when you hear the same thing over and over, it, it kind of just gloss over, but hearing it from a, a different voice and it might be the same message, but just said in a different manner. Um, it's just such a, such a beautiful way to look at community and how, how you can show up for your community and the importance of when we're all connected together, like how we can help one another, but first making sure you're, you're okay with yourself on the inside first, which is, which is most yeah. important. I think too, it's, it's also like embracing our individualities and our own different journeys as well. In that, like, whether you're introverted, extroverted, like really honoring that and using that as a strength, which I, I feel like you have. And for me hearing you say that, I love how you put it at the hibernation or incubation period, like that, that building, creating, taking action period, like that that's okay. Because I find myself, I mean, you can ask Alex, like <laughs> just with social media or, or whatever it is just kind of like, okay, I'm ready to run. And then I'm like, oh, okay. I need to, I need to take a step back. <laughs> it's like, it's too much. It's too much. Um, but I think hearing you say that, that as women were cyclic, like it's, it's part of our design really at the mm -hmm. end of the day and really honoring that and being okay with that and really embracing that to, you know, being able to leverage it as, as a strength. Um, so thank you. I say all this mm -hmm. just to thank you for, for saying that you can definitely tell you are a poet. It is, that was beautifully said. Mm -hmm. So let's chat a little bit more about, um, community and, and one, 
one question that we always get from some of our members is, you know, they've decided on their, their business idea and, and they have their branding and everything and they know who they're serving. And then they freak out because they're like, wait, like, what if I get this idea later down the road? Like, do I have to change everything? I have, I have everything already figured out. Like what happens later, you know? So how, as you have grown and evolved, as I'm sure your community members has grown and evolved, like how has that all kind of impacted the evolution of, of Lotus Way? Yeah, I would say that from my perspective in business, you never have it figured out. And if you have it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> come tell us, come be on the podcast. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if we ever have it figured out, right? Like there's just, life is so complex and there's always so much happening and we're always growing and evolving thank goodness, right? Otherwise it would be boring. Um, and I think that business is the same way. You'll have an idea now and you can go for it and run with it. And then you'll have a different idea later and you can go with it and run with it. And you just never have things figured out. And spoken from a person who doesn't have, you know, entrepreneurial experience. It took me a long time to build my business, probably because half of me was clueless. And then half the other reason was because the world just was not ready for what I had. And I'm painfully ahead of the curve and I just had to kind of wait until people were ready for my message um but spoken as a person who doesn't necessarily have major business experience I never have things figured out and like I hope I don't because then if I what am I trying to say it's like in the very beginning days I didn't know how to do accounting right this is like the most basic thing so I had to figure out how do I do the accounting and look mm -hmm. at the books all the way up to like a couple of years ago, I bought my first commercial building and then I started buying more residential properties. And then I was building, you know, building like an asset portfolio. Now, how do I, how do I do that? How do I work with contractors? How do I <laughs> fix stuff in buildings? How do I like demand from men and their crews that they do things right? Like none of that is in my toolkit. Mm -hmm. like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know about like polishing floors in a commercial building and how to do like commercial plumbing I mean it's like and I hope that I never have all that figured out because there just isn't enough time in life and if I'm pushing myself to the next level fast enough I hopefully am constantly in a position that I'm still just figuring it out mm -hmm. right yeah. yes like you're continuing like you never want to be the big fish in a small pond. Like if, it, if you are, it's time to get a bigger pond, right? Like continue, continuing to learn, continuing to grow and evolve. I have this conversation with my husband probably at least once a week and mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. It's like, you know, find, find a bigger room or whatever it is, like just continue to, to be a lifelong student. And, you know, you can always pay it forward. You can, you can help others. And that's what you're doing today, showing up on this podcast. And we're so appreciative. And I know so many people out there are so like excited to learn from you and your journey, um, and can relate to your experiences too. Um, but I think that is definitely worth noting that if, if, you know, you're, you're no longer learning, like maybe it's time that you take a step back and reflect and ask yourself those hard questions, right? Um, so that you can continue to grow and just continue to, to develop and, and evolve as a business owner and a human. I, I think exactly. And it's, it's, it's again, it's like inex, in, inseparable, like inextricably like inseparable because it's about being comfortable with discomfort. Yes. And you know, entrepreneurship, that could be the definition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
like whether you're you're pitching your business to accredited investors and they're picking everything apart that's really uncomfortable whether you're speaking to a group of a thousand people and you're terrified of public speaking that's uncomfortable whether you're putting together an advisory board and it's like the most exciting thing but you're terrified um all of those ways of becoming more comfortable in the moment with discomfort can serve us in so many ways it can serve us in our relationships it can serve us with conflict. It can serve us in a year like 2020 and 2021 where so many people have differing opinions about what should be done or worn or done or, you know, um, it can help us be more flexible and, and able mm. to like be oceans of compassion that can receive mm. people wherever they're at. Whereas if we get too tight and we, we can't hold a space big enough that can contain discomfort along with other things, um, then life just gets tougher and tighter and more constricted. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. What did you, oceans? What ocean, of ocean, compassion. Of, ocean of compassion. Ocean of compassion. I love it too. I am all here for that ocean of compassion. <laughs> like when you think of, um, like in some of my old meditation trainings, the teacher would say like your mind when it gets really wild and maybe you're angry or you're upset about something and it's like this crazy wild raging bull and you can either be in a you know have you ever seen like in a rodeo when they're in that tight little pen before mm-hmm. they come out you can either be in that tight little space with that bull or you could be in a giant spacious meadow with flowers and trees and that bull could still be raging and wild uh-huh. but you've got enough spaciousness to contain it all right mm. so like whether it's through meditation practice or growing your business or working with flower remedies or whatever your practice is I've found that to be so helpful it's just like developing more space so mm. that we can hold the conflict the discomfort the unknown the fear and we can also have the joy and the discovery and have all of that in one like giant soup inside of us I love this so much visual imagery. I'm, I, I'm here for it. Like, I know we're both like visual people. So this is just, it's, it's so lovely to hear and to hear you speak. It's, it's so nice. Um, and I, I feel like you've given so much amazing advice already. Um, but we would love to ask your take, you know, you, you do wear so many hats as we introduced you early in the episode. Um, do you have any advice for, multi-passionate women out there on building a community of their own. Like maybe they don't feel like anyone can relate to where they are. They have so many different interests or they want to make such a big impact on the world. And you yourself said like, you know, the world might not have been ready for what Mm -hmm. you had to offer. And I think a lot of people might still be in that boat and afraid to take the leap. So can you give, shed any light on that, on how do you find your people if you were, you feel like you're keeping your mission in the dark because the world isn't ready for that. Mm. You just keep doing it and you keep doing it and you keep doing it and you inspire yourself with it and you inspire a few people with it. I mean, once I started getting emails and stories of people saying like, I cannot believe, I just, I didn't believe in this stuff, but I started taking your flower elixirs and my whole life has transformed. Or I would, you know, see people in one-on-one consultations and three weeks after working with their flower remedies, their whole face has changed, their body language changed, their stories changed. 
they've, you know, looked more powerful and clear and strong. When you start seeing the reflection of what you're doing in other people, mm. that can be super motivating. Um, and then to your other question about having so many interests, there are ways that you can connect them all. I mean, I, I wish that I would have, when I was, I kind of wish that I hadn't gone to college and I had just studied traditional Chinese medicine because I think it's so cool, but it's just like, there's no way I can master that in this lifetime right now. I'm going to stick to flowers, <laughs> but, I love, but I love, so I, I connect with other acupuncturists. We have acupuncturists on our team. We bring them to our retreats. It's a major port, part of like we have uh, like Airbnb, well B experiences where people can come and do a retreat here in Phoenix mm-hmm. and be an acupuncturist and see a naturopathic doctor and a physical therapist. I'm super into healing foods, but I don't have time to master Ayurvedic and Chinese healing mm-hmm. foods, right? So I find someone who is a master at that. So there are ways that, you know, maybe Omar, like, I love like natural ice cream with fruit, you know, but like, I also don't have time to master that. So <laughs> If you love it, find people who are masters in that and just connect them all and like plug them all into your dream uh, because you can find a way to make them all fit. Yes. That's so beautiful. I, it really, I think to it, I'm sure a lot of people just like had a collective sigh because <laughs> it really <laughs> takes the pressure off. Oh, I, I don't need to know how to make ice cream and do acupuncture and be a physical <laughs> therapist. And, you know, like it's just so much. And, and we can totally relate because we, we stick to what we know, right? Like we know how to build community. We know Our how to strengths. connect you. We, we know that. Yes, we also love other things. We love Pinterest and and making videos and podcasting and and there's so many other avenues that we do not have the time to master either, which is why we connect with women like yourself and and other amazing entrepreneurs and professionals, creatives who are the experts in those fields. Because mm-hmm. like you said, like who not in this lifetime, like <laughs> there's just not enough time to to know there's only so much your brain can hold. <laughs> And there's also like, just like we've talked about this whole episode, really tapping into your own strengths and, and figuring out what those are and like what you can be a vessel for and, Mm -hmm. and finding those other people. Like, I I do believe that like we're, we're put here all with different strengths, with different capabilities in order to help each other grow and flourish. And so I I love what you said, like, find, find the masters of their trade, of their practice and fit them all into your dream. I mean, that is literally the epitome of she shines is like being able to share your space with others and help others grow in the process. And I just, I love how you put, you phrase so many things so beautifully. And I know Alex and I are going to get off here and be like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, fitting, fitting others into your own dream. I think it's just a beautiful concept of community. Mm-hmm. And it's exponential. I mean, I think if anything, I probably learned it from mother nature, you know, because, um, if you have one fruit tree in your backyard, you know that it's going to make so much fruit. Just that one single tree that it's too much for a family, right? You have to start giving it away to neighbors and mm-hmm. friends and family um, because it produces so much. Um, and that that really, you know, I don't buy into this whole myth that, um, you know, we need genetically modified foods because there's not enough food. Like just have one fruit tree in your backyard, you know, <laughs> mother nature operating in abundance and then you see how it heals people um like there have been studies in uh tokyo japan in the medical schools about forest bathing 
And they find that if you spend one day in the forest, forest bathing, meaning bathing in the energy of the plants, mm -hmm. um, your adrenaline, your cortisol go way down and your white blood cells go way up. So your immune system is boosted. Your stress mm -hmm. goes way down. And if you do that for one day, those health benefits last in your body for a week. Wow. If you do that for a whole weekend, your body retains that balance for an entire month. So there's wow. this like exponential quality to mother nature. Mm -hmm. And then we see it also with the flower remedies, right? I mean, they're like what I specialize in is totally different from essential oils, even though we do work with that. Um, meaning with one to 10 flowers, fresh flowers, I can make enough healing elixir remedy maybe for the rest of my lifetime. Wow. So when we look at mother nature and we say like, okay, this is actually reality, absolute total abundance mm -hmm. and exponential quality to it. Um, I just find that as a really helpful reminder. If we ever get like stuck in a tight spot or, you know, in scarcity mentality, or am I going to have enough money or how am I going to expand? Or will I find the right partners? Or can I really build a community is to look at if we just sort of attune to mother nature, that is the way that things are, is this incredible, vast abundance of too muchness everywhere, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like, like so many peaches that you have to give them away. Um, and, and I know as women, sometimes we look at other women and say like, oh God, like, how did she get there? Or how does she have so many followers? Or why am I not as interesting as she is? Or mm -hmm. how come my business isn't growing as quickly as, you know, hers? And when we get into those states, it's a helpful reminder just to think like, okay, timing, right? Like we're all like these flowers and fruits mm -hmm. and there's the right time when we bloom. Um, timing and abundance. Mm -hmm. So um, beautifully said, timing and abundance. And really just keep showing up, keep doing it. Like you said earlier, that's, that's really it. Mm -hmm. No one, no one's going to know that you exist, that you are there people, unless you keep showing up. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. You shared so much valuable information. I can't, I for one cannot wait to go in and like edit this podcast or move <laughs> into this conversation over and over. Um, and we would love to know where can we connect with you and find out more about your events, about flower remedies, all the good knowledge that you shared today. Um, how can we dive in more with that? Yep. So we're at Lotus way and it's wei.com and you can find us on the website and we're very active on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on a lot of the social media channels. We're here in Phoenix. We have the self rising nature center. Anyone is welcome to visit anytime. Um, whether you want to do a week long retreat in Phoenix, Arizona, or you just want to come and say, hi, we're here <laughs> always. <laughs> Absolutely. Is there anything that you're currently working on that you would like our, our listeners to know about? Uh, we just released an education program. So for people who are looking to really understand how do flower essences work, how can they use them for their families or friends and, and how can they use them as a lifelong practice to accelerate personal growth and awakening. Um, so if, if folks are interested in learning more about flower essences, um, we just released the online digital learning platform, which is exciting. Amazing. Uh, 
Congratulations. And we can learn about that at your, at your website. You can learn about that on our website, um, as well as the customized, personalized week-long retreats here in Phoenix um, with healing foods, acupuncture, naturopathic doctor, botanical treatments, flower mm. essences, like anything you you could ever want. Oh, it sounds so magical. All the flower power. Yes. <laughs> we will link it all in the show notes so you guys can can go on and stop Katie and everything amazing that she's got going on. So oh before we let you go, Katie, we have a little tradition at the end of our podcast episodes. We have a rapid fire, she shines question round. And so you have three questions that you're going to answer for us. You're about to order your favorite coffee or tea beverage. Someone girl's behind you. She's like, oh my goodness. Uh, she taps you on the shoulder. She's like, Katie, um, I love you. I love the flower lounge. I've been to your retreats. I'm taking your classes. I'm learning about the flower essences. And so she has three questions for you. Um, and so you're going to answer in like one to two words. So here's our first question. What is your favorite way to connect with new people? In person over a deck of flower cards. Oh, I love it. It's a good one. Her next question is, how can I create community in my life or in my business? Find what brings you joy and share it with others. Beautiful. And her last question, how do you get your fill of girl talk? (laughs) Surround myself with really cool women and work with them and eat with them and cook with them and do everything with great women. Yes. yes, immerse yourself <laughs> in them. That's why we love this podcast so much. We get to talk with the coolest humans on the planet. Katie, thank you so much for coming yes, on, thank taking you. the time out of your busy schedule to, to share so much. I mean, just so much goodness that, like I said earlier, we can't wait to go on and dive into once again um, and really consume all the, all the value that you mm-hmm. shared today. So thank you so much. Thank you so much to you too. I know that you help a lot of people. So thank you so much for being out there and doing what you do. So kind. Oh, well, appreciate that. You Yes, we, we hope you, the listener, enjoyed this episode. And until next time, keep shining. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.